Why, thank you, Jungle Jeff, for that wonderful musical introduction. Oh, man, oh, man, here we are in the, the middle of summer, officially in the dog days, and you're, you're right over there in your, your fantastic Hawaiian shirt. Oh, I love that musical Hawaiian shirt. We're all decorated with keyboard keys, rocking it out on that synthesizer, just cranking out that music. You know, I think I heard a rumor that there may be a new uh, album or a CD or a Bluetooth or wherever you get your music. The best of Jungle Jim. The best of Jungle Jim on his synthesizer. No one strokes those keys like Jungle Jim. Hi, this is Tim Marr. That's Jungle Jim. We're recording this podcast in the basement studio located in the bowels of the building along the shore of the mighty Seneca River flowing all the way up to the Great Lake of Ontario. Huge Lake of Ontario. If you make a right on Ontario, you're going to find yourself going all the way up to a thousand islands. The Great St. Lawrence Seaway has 1,000 islands, billions of tourists and boats and all kinds of stuff, and even freighters coming on down, going north, a north-flowing river, all the way out to the mighty Atlantic Ocean around the world, just like my voice. If you make a left and kind of go a little north, you're going to the beautiful city of Toronto, Ontario, which is just a wonderful city right now in the middle of summer, all kinds of festivals and things going on along the lakes, all kinds of activities going on along the lakes. If you angle yourself a little bit south, you're going to go to Buffalo, New York, over that Great Falls, into Lake Erie, one of the great lakes out to Lake Erie. you got Lake Michigan, you got Superior, you got Huron, Huron, Superior, all these huge lakes, and just all of them are just really, uh, you know, you get out to the middle of these lakes, you, you, think, you think you're in the ocean, except the, waters, the water is not salty. So if, you, so if you ended up in a great lake in a raft, in some type of shipwreck, you could actually drink the water. So that's that's a benefit of uh, being in a lifeboat in a Great Lake over being in a lifeboat in the Atlantic Ocean. You know what I'm saying, Uncle Jim? You know what I'm saying? There is a difference, but you know, there's all kinds of different. What the heck is going on, <clears throat> man? I got to tell you, I was just uh, floored. Got a little something in my throat. What I'm going to need is, you know, speaking of Great Lakes and water, Jungle Jim, I'm going to have myself a little H2O right now. Mm. You gotta love it. H2O in my my coffee mug with artwork by my great friend Warren Kimball, America's premier folk artist. Keeps Vermont, the state, the folk artist capital of the world, as far as I'm concerned. He's one of the greatest folk artists you'll ever see. Check out his work. Warren Kimball. Thank you, Warren. Thanks for the mug and thanks for the memories. But I mean things are just so crazy, Jim. So crazy. You know, in, in the in the 1960s, I was a kid. I was only a kid in the 60s, but in the 60s. And going into the 70s, the message was, don't trust anyone over 30, but don't just blindly trust the establishment and institutions of the establishment. Because if you did, and some who did, ended up going way overseas and being killed in a meaningless war. Not, a, not meaningless deaths, not meaningless combat, but the war. The war, in many instances, was a lie. And, and those brave men and women who gave their lives in that conflict... You know, we're steered there under falsehood. And it wasn't until protest and questioning came out. And it all it all ended, you know, in 1974. And a president had to resign because it was a cover-up. He covered up a crime that didn't even participate in. But at that point, there were checks and balances. And the world, even though there were riots and, and, and all kinds of change going on, and the, the real true... Um, outbreak for, for the civil rights movement came forward, much, much needed. Um, it seems like all that's just gone backwards, you know, and these, and these 
these pillars of institutions that were never questioned, you know, the Catholic Church and the presidency and those that run for presidents. I mean, there was a time, you know, poor, um, I don't know if it was, uh, which one it was, Brown or Hart, but one of them was caught crawling out of their mistress's window. I mean, there was a time where you had to have some type of standard and some type of integrity and you couldn't lie. I mean, I can't imagine in the 70s or the 80s or the 90s or even the early aughts, somebody running for the presidency with an indictment hanging over them, somebody running for the presidency with an actual indictment. And then spinning the communication around so that it's okay. So that the population, that over 30% of the population in a certain party finds that to be a badge of honor. Finds deceit to be a badge of honor. What the frick is going on? And lying has become reality. Lying has become the truth. Lying has become the truth. And everything's flipped upside down. Now, recently... In Syracuse, New York, the Diocese of Syracuse has been you know, has to pay $100 million uh, to survivors of the, of the scandal, the, 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 the sexual abuse scandals. And now they're saying that out of those $100,000, they're going to have $400,000 come from each parish in their diocese. And the rest, and some of it's, and half of it's going to come from parishes and schools. Now, how ironic is that, is that, that these children who were, molested by priests and, 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 and covered up by, by, by dioceses and, and, and for years and years and all around the world. Now the schools have to pay for the sins of the priest. And again, the, now the students get doubly punished because those students now in these Catholic schools aren't going to have the resources and aren't going to have the, the computers and aren't going to have the classrooms that other schools will have because their school has to pay the bill on an atrocity that was covered up by the diocese. But the diocese is saying you got to pay. And all these struggling parishes, you know, pay us so we can pay what we screwed up doing. We have a, someone running with indictment. So, and people are arguing. People are arguing if the Department of Justice has been criminalized. Spin is so, it's like a tilt-a-whirl. Spin is so spinning, it's like a tilt-a-whirl. I, it just blows me. And I don't care what political party you are. I don't care who you want to win a nomination. I don't care who you want to be president. It's irrelevant. Take the names out. But it is so screwed up where one guy running for president, who's about to be, I think, 78, is telling that the other guy about to be president, who's in his early 80s, is saying he's too old. But yet I'm four years younger, but I'm not too old. And the guy who's four years younger, we know his name is Trump, is out there turning crimes, I mean, blatant lies and crimes into his campaign. He's not running on policy. He's not running on anything else, but he's running to save his ass. And people are following this guy. And they view it as a, a sign, of, a sign to, of, of honor, a badge of courage. And in the meantime, the Department of Justice is being battered. However, this is the same guy who ran and said, lock her up. But he committed crimes. He's being indicted. And these followers are just blind followers. I just can't even get my head around it that a guy who's running for president, who lost the presidency, who attempted to overthrow the government, who attempted to, to, to manipulate votes, who uh, hid material, all these things, is able to just run for president. But not even only is the guy running, he's blowing everybody out of the water in the polls. It's crazy. And who are these people who are supporting him? 
That's the scary part. Trump's not scary. He's Trump. He's you know he's he's as he's as um, predictable. He's as predictable as the snow in February before we had warming. But I mean, it's crazy. You know the guy's lying. You know the guy's. It's a, they're good accusation. I'm not going to say he's guilty because I want I want to stay a little above the ground. But he's able to run for the presidency, and people are supporting him as a badge of courage. It's those people. It's freaking crazy, man. It's crazy town. At the same time, all this is going on. The earth is melting. The entire earth is melting. But nobody believe people believe in somebody who's running for president who has been indicted twice, I believe, is going to have two more indictments over his head, and is told blatant lie after lie after lie after lie. Caught, caught, told lie after lie after lie after lie after lie. But they're going to follow him. But yet, global warming is a crock of baloney. Global warming, global warming is not happening, even though we now have coral that are bleached because that we have a boiling ocean we have people burning themselves on the asphalt in arizona but yet there's no global warming you know all those people who go and, and retired in arizona and phoenix you know and played tennis and golf at five you know seven o'clock in the morning and joined the clubs and retired and went to florida and retired and just oh you know wanted to to live great before they died now they're all baking. Now they're all cooking. Now they're like fried chicken out there. And here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. You mark my words. Get the marker out. Jungle Jim, Jungle Jim, get the marker out. I need a water. Mm. H2O. I'll tell you right now, I have some H2O. At least this is cold H2O. Here's what's going to happen. A couple of things going to happen because of global warming. One, there's going to be natural disasters. Storms are going to be worse, obviously. Tornadoes are going to be worse. And now all these places, like we had this great migration down to Florida and down to the Carolinas and down south. All these individuals went down south and we had snowbirds because they wanted to get out. There is no more winter. So what's going to happen is now there's going to be a migration up north. So if you live up north, if you live north, if you live north of New York City and you live a little more inland, you don't want to be right on the coast right about now either. But if you live right basically in central New York or in that region, Hang on to your property. It's going to be worth a bazillion dollars because this is going to be the place to be. This is going to be the place to be. Because there is no more harsh winter. There are no more harsh winters. You get a couple storms, but it's, it's winters are mild. And they don't last like they once. They don't go from November to May or April or March, whenever they did. They're very mild. It's tolerable. You had the beautiful, and now that, oh, I love the foliage, so now I'm going to stay. So you, 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 they're going to migrate up north because if they stay down south, they're going to be flooded or they're going to be hurricaned out or they're just going to roast to death. That's what's going to happen, and that's all going to turn. So everybody comes up north, and they're going to have the foliage. You're going to have a mild winter. You're not even going to have a white Christmas. You're going to see whatever spring comes. You're going to have these beautiful, long summers. You know, summer starts... You know, and goes right on into November. Beautiful, beautiful leaves, and people are going to move up here because it's going to be livable. It's going to be tolerable. You know, forget the West Coast. Forget the West Coast. Oh, I got to my nose. Forget the West Coast. It, there's going to be migrations out of Texas. All these places, all these hot spots, Bill intended, where people wanted to live, are now going to become vacant heat pads. And what should they do? And they're going to put prisons on. Of course, they're going to put prisons on all these hot. Florida is going to become a penal colony. Florida will be a penal colony. Phoenix, Arizona will become a penal colony. That's what they're going to mean. Or penalized. Penal. Not a penis colony. Not a colony full of peni, but a colony full of penal. Penal colony. 
That's what's going to happen. You, Jim, mark my words. But everything's upside down. Everything's crazy. And now you have Congress supporting a guy running for presidency, running for presidency, running for the presidency, who has indictments. So all these pillars of institutions, when I was growing up, you looked at me, you never questioned the church. And the church is separate than your faith. Now, I am a practicing Catholic. And when I grew up, being a practicing Catholic, being Irish, American Irish, Irish American, I want to put it, you know, that was like a, it, first of all, it's like a political party. I'm Irish American, you know, and I'm Irish Catholic. I'm Irish Catholic, and, I, and you identified yourself as Irish Catholic because it was, what kind of Irish, per, you know, man, are you? Are you a Catholic Irish? Or are you a Protestant Irish? And at a time that, now it doesn't matter, everybody's Irish, but it didn't matter. So I'm Irish Catholic. You know, I love the Kennedys. And then, uh, but you didn't question, and that, that's how the church got away with it. You didn't question. You didn't question authority. You didn't question Father Philip at all. You never really questioned the presidency. You never questioned the draft where they're sending you. You never questioned what was really going on with the war, why all the fat cats kids weren't going. You never questioned that stuff. And then we started questioning it and, and really probing, and it took years and years and years, and all the truth comes out. But in the same time, now there's a blind eye where you don't want to question. There's a, there's a group that doesn't want to question, you know, why someone's being indicted. They don't want to question someone's motivations. Everything's fine. Everything. I don't believe a new. It's a mess of lies. How can it be a mess of lies? How can you be that stupid? And the real fear is that the majority of our country, the majority of the United States of America is made up of stupid people. It's made up of many good people, many hardworking people, but it's made up of a lot of people who are just don't want to question, don't want to learn. And that's a dangerous place to be. That's a real dangerous place to be because you have elitist people who manipulate stupid people. And you have a lot of smart people that the elitist people frown upon until they need them to save their ass. But that's the American way. Everything's upside down. I got to jungle gym. I feel great. This rant has done me wonders. I hear you, Jungle Jim. I know it's time to go. This is Tim Marr. That's Jungle Jim. And this is Failing Up. Bye-bye.